0: Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. My wife and I just finished up a transitional role in a church a few weeks ago. We'd been there a little better than a year, and it was a it was a toughie. It was a tough crisis. The pastor had been let go, and then he went down the street, took half the people with him, started another church, literally just down the street and for pretty much the entire time we were there he was actively recruiting to try to draw people over to that other church and it was yeah kind of irritating it really irks me when pastors aren't shepherds when they put their own when they put their own well-being and benefit and prosperity above the body of Christ but anyway there's a great new pastor in place we're actually Heading out this weekend to go to his installation service, formal induction into the ministry there. But during our time of transition there, I, I would often ask the congregation during a message, "Hey, once you've come to faith in Christ, once you've repented of your sins, put your faith in Jesus. What's God's number one goal for you?" And then people would guess, and they'd talk about you know evangelism and making disciples and some of the things that I talk about on this podcast. And then I tell them the what I believe is the right answer, and then a few weeks later, I'd ask them the question again, hey, what's, what's God's number one goal for you once you're already a follower of Jesus? And they'd make some guesses, and I'd tell them again and say, hey, we, we've got to get this right. You've got to lock this down, and I did this several times. Finally, just a few weeks before we left, two or three weeks before we were done, I asked the question, Once you're a follower of Jesus, what's God's number one goal for you? And someone from the congregation said, to make us like Jesus. And I said, my work here is done. And that's what I believe, that once someone comes to faith, the goal is to make them like Jesus in character. Ephesians chapter 4, the whole point of church leadership I read here is to equip God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and then the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ to make us like Jesus. And another place it says, he who began a good work in you is going to bring it to completion. He's going to get the job done. Having this understanding greatly simplifies your Christian life. It greatly simplifies your ministry because it's really about getting people to understand who Jesus is responding to him with repentance and faith following him in baptism and in every other decision of life and becoming like him in character and once we're like Jesus in character we join with him in his seeking and saving of the lost and we become like him in the way he relates to people who don't yet know him and what I want you to notice is that if we have this mindset that it's really about becoming like Jesus, that that not just simplifies your life, it actually integrates your personal life with your ministry, your personal life with your vocation. Because you're always a follower of Jesus. You're always called to be like him and and make disciples, whether you're on duty or not. It's not not that you're in this panic to always be bringing someone across the line, no. What I find is the opposite of panic. It actually helps you relax and live a sustainable pace and integrate relationships and opportunities into your life, your work, your leisure, to represent Jesus accurately wherever you go. And once your life is no longer compartmentalized, once you're not moving from the work zone to the personal zone in that that aspect of following Jesus... Things just simplify, and all of a sudden you can set a pace that is indeed sustainable. So it's about becoming like Jesus, modeling what that means, and calling others to join you. It's a great adventure.